Hi, this is Health Powered Productivity by RaiderCo. We're revitalizing productivity and banishing burnout through practical, tailored tools, healthy, sustainable habits, and coaching accountability. Declutter your mind, body, and life one habit at a time. I'm your productivity lead, Marcy Raider, with your next bite-sized nugget of knowledge. This is part three of a three-part series on rethinking business travel policies and how to support your road warriors on the road. Part one, I gave new ideas for eating on the road. In part two, I covered exercise. In part three, I'll cover mental health, which has been neglected or non-existent in most travel wellness programs in the past. Mental health has declined drastically in the last 18 months. Among U.S. adults age 29 or younger, anxiety increased to 65% and depression to 61% by November 2020. His journals reported that in a survey done by Next Travel, one in five business travelers say it takes a toll on their mental health. And Harvard Business Review found those who spend 14 or more nights away from home per month are more likely to report clinical symptoms, clinical symptoms of anxiety, depression, alcohol dependence, smoking, and trouble sleeping. And the last two studies were done pre-pandemic. All of this costs the traveler in terms of health, productivity, and relationships. And for the employers, it's costing you higher medical claims, reduced productivity, absenteeism, presenteeism, and can lead to burnout. I know my business travel clients are concerned right now as they're thinking about going back to travel for their children because their kids have gotten used to them being at home and now they have to get used to them being away more. So it's not just the traveler's mental health. Sometimes it's the family's mental health or it affects the traveler's mental health because they are concerned about their family. So I have some ideas to provide mental health services to your road warriors to keep them emotionally healthy on the road. I first shared this in June at a summit for for business travel news, and there were a couple of companies that were already putting some of these into place, and one of them was, was telehealth. One giant positive coming out of the pandemic was telehealth. As a staunch advocate and user of direct primary care, I've been basking in the wonderfulness of telehealth for a few years now. And if you don't know what direct primary care is, it means there is no insurance. I pay a membership fee to my doctor and there's I don't go through insurance. I pay cash for everything. And it has been absolutely fantastic Um, as a self-insured, self-employed person, or yeah, I mean, it, it, there's just nothing more affordable than that. And I feel like I get better care. Um, So I digress. I have with telehealth or, you know, telemedicine, I've texted photos to my doctor to ask if she could stitch the big gash beside my eye when I had a bike accident, but she couldn't. She said, no, I cannot do that. Um, Please go to the ER. I have talked to her on the phone when I was vomiting all night before getting up in the morning and doing a keynote at the Belt Conference. And I also was able to figure out that I had a kidney stone 
without having to drag myself in extreme pain to her office. You know, this is stuff that we've been doing for several years now. And so I'm really glad that telehealth is now, you know, catching up with the conventional medical establishment. And so companies are are no longer ignoring us either. They are demanding telehealth with their com- with the companies that they work with or providing a separate service for telehealth. It doesn't just include primary care or dermatologists, um, which have been doing telehealth a little bit longer, but also counselors and employee assistance programs. At RaiderCo, we have an executive crisis specialist who meets by telephone and often in short notice because people are in crisis. And she has worked with employees in anywhere from one session to up to five sessions in a package on different things. Um, in the last couple of years, we've had um, you know a couple of employees from a company that we were contracting with that have lost a child. Um, someone has received a cancer diagnosis. Um, someone else has witnessed a traumatic event. She has even worked with the team of someone who experienced a traumatic event on helping them um, welcome her back and, and know how to be with her. We have a mindfulness specialist who is also a traveler and, and Amanda can work with team members to incorporate a mindfulness routine on the road that can be, you know, being more present, um, you know, relaxing, deep breathing, meditation, you know, whatever that means to them. And having access to specialists without needing to be in person is essential, essential for those struggling with depression or anxiety and to keep a routine with their counselor or specialist. Mobile meditation and breathing apps. Apps like Calm.com and Headspace offer enterprise-level meditation and breathing exercises, anywhere from two to 30 minutes long. I'm partial to calm.com, and I use their sleep stories, their white and pink noise, nature sounds. They have breathing breathing exercises, um, depending on whether or not you want to relax, get energy, focus. Um, They also have focus music, and they have meditations when traveling on an airplane and also for commuting, but not while you're driving. Sleep. According to the next travel report, about half of travelers say they don't get enough sleep, which can compromise the immune system and cause illness after a trip. Sleep is essential and trumps exercise and nutrition in my book, especially on the road. Um, I have several articles on my site about um, sleeping in in hotels and, and sleep in general. And when I'm working with a private client, we always start with sleep first. And one thing I wish companies would reconsider now is sending people across time zones with no rest, you know, putting them in coach, they don't get any sleep. And then they expect them to wake up and kill it at their 8am meeting. You know, there are cognitive deficits. Um, your body tends to, Um, want to resort to, I'm sorry, not your body, but your mind resort to status quo or fear-based decisions and your body craves more sugar because you didn't have, you know, you didn't sleep long enough to have all the hormone changes that you would have if you had good quality sleep. So why not send your travelers a sleep pack that is a toolkit for better Z's on the road? 
Acoustic sheep sleep phones are headphones made for sleeping. They look like a 1980s sweatband, um, but they block out, they can block out all those weird hotel sounds and, you know, people being loud in the hallway, doors slamming, plumbing, um, you know, all of those things, the, the TV in the room next to you, but the headphones are flat against your head. And so they're comfortable to even sleep on the side. And you can connect them via Bluetooth or cord if you want to be corded. You can connect them via Bluetooth to your um, phone in order to listen to Calm.com or Brain FM or something else that will help you to sleep. Wild Essentials Contoured Sleep Mask, lightweight, adjustable, and because it's contoured, it doesn't leave wrinkles and crinkles on your face. Natural Calm Magnesium is a powder mixed into water. And if you drink this in the evening, it can give the benefits of relaxing the body. Magnesium is, is um, relaxing to the muscles and can also eliminate travel constipation. And you know you get it. Or maybe you don't, but most people do. Um, there's a reason why we get more constipated on the road. And some of that is because of the pressure from the plane, the pressure of the organs in our plane. We are more dehydrated when we travel. And so that makes everything harder, no pun intended. And then also you're just in a different place. So magnesium can help you with that. Um, most Americans are deficient in magnesium, but you'd also want to check with your doctor. Lavender essential oil in a balm or a roll-on can also signify relaxation. Um, an alternative would be like a doTERRA travel guard, which um, I like the roll on myself because then I can travel with it and that can help with the immune system while traveling. Something like that, there are studies to back them up, but they can also, you know, if you'd only use them at night, it can be a, it can be a great trigger that this is nighttime. You know, that it could be a placebo effect even, who cares? You know, but this is your way of showing them that you value their sleep. Lack of routine is one of the biggest culprits in staying healthy while on the road. Encouraging your travelers to eat, drink, and sleep like an athlete rather than like they're on vacation can make a world of difference. Support their need for healthy behaviors seeing their family and time for decompressing. And this could include a day or two on either end for leisure travel or to rest. Rethinking wellness as we embark on a new year of travel can be game-changing in the health and productivity of your road warriors. What is one thing your company or travel program can do to promote the mental health of your business travelers? At Raider Co., we have specialists who can help navigate business travel in mindfulness, nutrition, and shrinking that inbox, which always overflows when you are traveling. So please reach out for workshops or private coaching. And if you're doing something innovative or your company supports these behaviors for your travelers, please reach out and let us know to use you as a healthy company example. You can also check out my book, Beyond Travel, A Road Warrior's Survival Guide, for more tips and hacks for business travel.